0: Hello and welcome to another one of our Under the Main Stand podcasts. Uh, we've got quite a, well. I always seem to say we've got quite a fair bit to wrap through tonight. It's been quite quite a while since we last uh, we last did a podcast. So those of you that do actually enjoy listening, uh, we're back with you tonight. Uh, we're going to go through previous results, including the kettering Tiverton and the game in the FA Cup against Chippingham. We'll be touching upon the uh, FA Cup draw for the next round. Uh, where the Terrors have been handed a tricky away match at Chelmsford. We're also going to be looking at Jordan Rose uh, leaving the club from his loan spell uh, from Haven. We're also going to be going on about the Hereford game and, much more so, as you can tell, plenty to go on about. Um, And tonight we are joined by Ryan and Richard Wood. Good evening.
1: Good evening. Good evening.
0: evening. evening. Fantastic. So we've, like I said, we've we've played three games since the last time we did a podcast – and we've only won defeat the away match at Tiverton on that wet night at, in Devon. Um, but we've picked up impressive results at home to Kettering and Chippenham. And the key word, I guess, there being at home, because a lot of people worried about the start of the season at the Bob Lucas Stadium. But, um, yeah, we've picked up a couple of impressive results there. Um, we will briefly just go to the Kettering game that we won 3-1 before we go on to the Chippenham game. Um that Richard was obviously a very impressive win for the Terrors against against tough opposition. Well, yeah, I
2: think so. I mean, you know, we, that was the sort of acid test, wasn't it? You know, the sort of one of the teams who were up at the top end of the table, you know, at the start of the season. Um, I thought we outplayed them in the first half, in in truth, and uh, uh, but it, well, I was also pleased to see how we well we stood up to you know when they did have a spell back, you know, and went direct. We sort of you know, looked, well, they, you know, they could have got one, but we dug in and I mean, got the result and fully deserved with the uh, the third goal. You know, come in late in the game and put it to bed and, uh, you know, very impressive and, and very good to get a good home, that, you know, that going on at home. You know, because that's what we really wanted to see, really. I mean, you know,
0: well, that was our first home win of the season. First in three. Ryan, how important was it to get off to that start? Uh, get them three points under the belt at the Bob Lucas and in such impressive
1: style. Yeah you, you don't want um, you don't want to lose well, not losing the streak but uh, you don't want to go too long without winning at home otherwise it becomes quite a bit of a side issue doesn't it and a bit of a distraction so yeah it's, it's great to get the win at home and it's good to do it against a good opposition it shows what we're made of this season already um, Kettering yeah. are a bit like us aren't they they just want to get out of this league as soon as possible. They probably see themselves as being a little bit bigger than the Southern League, but this is where they are at the moment in the same situation as us. And it's just a case of trying not to hang around in here too long. I think we've done our time now. So surely we we should be going up before them, but, but yeah, it is two big clubs and we turned up on the day. That's the important thing. Other, Other, other times, with a finger back to previous seasons, the team just wouldn't have mentally coped with that. Like um, we've seen, seen so many times when they've just conceded and capitulated. And it's nice to know that, that this this current Weymouth team isn't isn't like that now. It's nice to see that Mark Moseley's got rid of that attitude, and we can actually just go out and finish a job.
0: I think definitely, and that that game against Kettering it feels like a while back now actually I guess it kind of was it, um, it epitomised in my opinion why the cl- well the Chippenham game did in my opinion as well. But why the club made the right decision in appointing Mark Mosley because like you just said Ryan I completely agree it's the sort of game that previously we were on top until Kettering scored uh, then they scored and it's the sort of game we would have capitulated and we would have lost the game perhaps 2-3 perhaps you know 2 or 3 nil, and we didn't, and we, we really turned on and to do it at the Bob Lucas in front of a big crowd for what it is sort of 609, I think it was, was very good. And, you know, it, it summed up the good start to the season that, that we've had. Um, obviously, the the Tiverton game, um, which we won't talk too much about because that was a loss. So we won't go into too much detail about that one. But that was a 2-1 defeat. Um, Richard, you you managed to to escape for that one, for, for yeah, an away, for an away same. game, went up with um, <laughs> went up with Ian White. Um, disappointing night, but perhaps not so much disappointing as frustrating. Is that fair?
2: I think so. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I know you. We probably look at the uh, Chippenham game a bit later. Uh, you know, but um, well, not the uh, the um,
0: uh, what was the, the game we were, I've forgotten bit... now. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're thinking of the game the Chippenham game or the Chelmsford game or um, we scored the
2: Chip uh, Tiverton scored the goals basically that night and, and yeah. we played well in the first half and you know really you know I thought and but they had you know they had the chance and scored and made it 2-0 um, but then we, again uh, you know we still s- showed some fight and um, got one back and nearly he could nearly have got the the draw but wasn't to be on the night but um you know we, it's all about the goal scoring and they had the danger man and he did it you know uh down there so
0: yeah, yeah. and also it has to be said that jordan rose popped up with another goal that night for the terrace his loan spell indeed yeah is, is it his loan spell much to the confusion of some uh Wayne fans it is over <laughs> and um and that's the way it is, unfortunately, his, his month's loan is up. Um, I don't know whether the club are looking to bring him back or whatever. we time will tell with that one. Um, he, one thing is for sure. He made him, we'll go into him now because he made a huge, huge difference for us. Um, so much so that he actually popped up with a few vital goals as well, which is, it just goes to show, I mean, how much of an influence he, he, he had on the team, but it was his last game. Um, Ryan, how much of a difference did he make? Because obviously we went from, we lost Uber at the start of the season, and we we sort of needed our our main man, I guess is what you'd like to sort of call someone like Jordan Rose. He really did step up, didn't he, in his month alone. He almost gave us a whole season's worth of performances in that month, didn't he? Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean all all we lacked at the back was that bit of experience. All the defenders we got have undoubtedly got plenty of quality and they are more than good enough for this league. But they're all very young, aren't they? I mean Ash is Ash is the oldest and most experienced at the back there and he's only twenty seven, I think. So to get Rose in as well, he's he's twenty seven as well, but he's he's been around the block a bit, he's played with plenty of clubs, played at plenty of decent levels in the non league. So it was just vital to get him in and I don't think Mosley would have been expecting him to add goals to the team, but it was nice that he popped up and that was a, a good bonus. But if there is any way we can get him back, I'd be more than happy to for Weymouth to get him back at the club, whether it be on loan or maybe maybe if it does come about, get him on a permanent deal. But I don't know how realistic that is because if, if he's played this well haven't, they're probably going to want to keep hold of him, aren't they? so they are they are they but he, he, start. he did come in and just fill that void that zubar left and he just settled into the team straight away as well there was no like he's an imperialist just first game bang goal good performance and then he just carried on from there so he's I've, i really game, rate him
0: first game bang goal you can't really get much better than that can you no <laughs> you just some i love that description um no i think I think we'll all look every way. My family agreed Did an absolutely brilliant job coming in a month. loan. So I do like to think it's not dead in the water for him to return. You don't know, but haven't obviously got a bit, a few injury problems at the back. So you don't know, you know, i have just, just scrolling through Facebook and I just see that Jamie Beasley has updated his profile picture. Why I'm friends with him. I don't know, by the way, mm-hmm. but he's updated his profile picture to again. He come on, uh, uh, he come on against Weymouth the game that we just recently beaten 3-0 in so why he wants to use a photo of him I <laughs> don't know why people do that to be honest but anyway I mean just my personal personal thing um, yeah um, hopefully there is there is a space for him to come of course there's a space for him to come back but it's whether or not we can I guess A afford it or B it's possible to actually do it from having because like Ryan, you just said that if he's playing as well as he is, are people really going to want to? Yeah, are they going to want to get you know re- release him or whatever to to a team in, in what you know with a lower league? That's that's a fact. So we'll see what happens with that one, um, and hopefully we, we don't see that's not the end of, of Jordan Rose. Um, uh, just before we go on to the FA Cup and the Chippenham game and the draw for the next round. Um,
1: Sorry, that was my mic.
0: That was your mic. Yeah, yeah,
1: head <laughs> Oh, the mics the <laughs> microphones.
0: It's like being on Pete Saxby's radio call again. <laughs>
1: Sorry, yeah, try to do that. <laughs>
0: Pete, if you're listening, you did a wonderful job. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. Um. Even though uh, Richard, that. But well, let's let's have a bit of banter on that one. One game you did with Pete. Somebody complained that you were. Uh, Sound like you were underwater or something <laughs> that was one of the comments on the forum i believe wasn't it um well i don't know well, I, I, I did never did one with
2: pete and she did be, you mean on the uh, or... yeah yeah
0: yeah no i never did one no oh okay no i don't maybe well, um... it sounded like i was underwater <laughs> <laughs> no no not Pete.
1: No, it was, it was pete, that one. Pete, pete pavey Oh, right. Yeah, right. right. What well, with Pete Saxby, Yeah. <laughs> very confusing.
0: Oh, OK. What, they both sound like they were underwater? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, OK. Well, Pete Pete needs a new laptop. He's been told this numerous occasions. So. <laughs> I'm sure he's got one by now, to be fair. Um, yeah, um, while we on the subject of social media and club stuff, um, uh, we'll go on to the Hereford game in a minute, but... Ryan has got together a looking back moment from when the Terrors played Hereford back in, I think it was October the 31st, 1970. A one, 1-1 one draw, an echo article from the late, great Brian Copp. Um Well worth having a read for those of you, um, those of you that haven't seen it yet, um, definitely worth reading. Also, front under the main stand, um, tonight, well, or tomorrow at some point, the UTMS guys, including Mark Goldsby, who's probably already won, are drawing Weymouth assistant manager Paul Maitland. He's very excited about receiving <laughs> his nominations for this week's winner. So um, we'll, that would be great as well. Um, yeah, so Chippenham Town, FA Cup, second qualifying round. Terrors with a 2-0 victory in... The second half, well, in weather that didn't really know what it wanted to do with himself. The first <laughs> half, it was blazing sunshine and nice and warm. And the second half was a downpour. But it didn't dampen the terror spirits after a very impressive victory against the newly promoted Bluebirds. Obviously, Jason Matthews and Dean Evans and Stan Matthews and whoever else in the entourage come back for this particular game went home with nothing. Um, Ryan... A rare chance for you to get to a home game, yeah. which is fantastic. It was lovely to see you and sit up in the main stand. I have to say, get a slightly better view. You, I, I could tell how much that win sort of meant to everyone. I think you, you've really enjoyed that game, didn't you?
1: Yeah, def- definitely enjoyed that. I mean, it was it was nice to get one over uh, some certain people after some things that were said. So there's there's no more satisfying way than doing it on the pitch and. I know that Chippenham were saying that they had a lot of the chances, but a lot of these chances they were having were pop shots from outside the box, which never really tested Travers. I mean, there was one where they hit the outside of the post and another where Travers did make some smart saves, but other than that, Weymouth kind of had them at arm's distance. Even when we went down to 10 men, I mean, McCarthy sat back into the back uh, four or five I can't remember how many we had at the back then, but he just looked looked natural, looked like he'd been playing there all game and looked like he'd been training for that. So it was it was a very impressive performance and it it just shows that we can mix it with the teams in the league above. And it was just so good. <laughs> it was great to see Cooper as well score against them, because there's obviously some something's gone on there if you if you read into tweets that we were receiving that, that Cooper wasn't happy at chipping them and more than delighted to score against them. So I I was really happy for him to, to get the, uh, well not the winner, but the one that sealed the victory for Weymouth. So
0: as I, as the video suggests, (laughs) (laughs) I went flying down the stairs. Um, Richard, it was, Weymouth were underdogs for this game. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They, Chippenham come in as the highly team they've got some really good experienced players um, but to be honest apart like Ryan said apart from that spell in the first half it Weymouth deserved the win Is that, that's that got to be fair isn't it
2: well to be honest with you Josh I missed most of the first half because uh, for one rare occasion family did come before the terrace <laughs> and I had to I'd go for a family meal at Honnerton uh, so I got back with five minutes left of the first half Uh, speed limits were adhered to (laughs) Uh, um, but everyone I talked to all said oh you know they're all over us sort of thing but we've scored and I thought well that was the game actually going on that that I was trying to think of where as it happened down at Tiverton where you know we had more of the play but they scored (laughs) Obviously, it was must have been the case in the first half, yeah. you know, that we scored the goal. You yeah. know that Chippenham may have had more of the play, but um, obviously, the second half, I was there to see, and it, <laughs> it just had to be Mark Cooper, didn't it? That yeah. kind of yeah. scored the second, and <laughs> we could see how much it meant to him. And um, and then, of course, we had to add a little bit more drama with the red card. But um, I mean, they threw everything at us, but again, we stood up to it and in the driving rain and uh saw it out and uh i think you're right i think that's the game last season we have certainly have gone on to lose i'm i'm sure of it and uh yeah. but now i think you know that so far I touch with, you know the the attitude and the spirit and the um you know the, and just everything really has just made us a lot more robust i think and long may it continue so.
0: most definitely and I have to single out a particular player again. I thought Ben Thompson was unbelievable up front. Oh, he, he was unplayable, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was an incredible performance. He bullied, experienced physical defend, defenders all game long. He's done it throughout the season so far. And I think his performance was, was worthy of the plaudits he got. I have to also say that I thought... And I, I, I did mention to, to to Paul Maitland, sort of, um, sort of off off the off the mic. Is that the right? Yeah. yeah, off the mic. That I thought that Brandon Goodship put in another really good display. People might not necessarily be noticing it. Well, I'm sure Ryan will beg to differ in, in with a stat in a minute. But Brandon, it, his performances have been very good, but without the goals. But he's almost not playing as a central striker that we perhaps thought he might. But I thought on Saturday in particular, he showed his class. Would Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's weird because it's not the, it's not the performances I was expecting when we signed him. I thought we were getting no. like a number nine sort of poacher, but he he played a little bit deeper, didn't he? And he really did. He was almost as physical as Tomo, was not he? Without without having the same sort of build as Tomo, but he he's got some strength about him and. I, he's looking like a really good bit of business. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of pressure put on pre-season when um, our mate Sam said that he he could score 30 <laughs> goals this <a> season. <laughs> he's, he's optimistic and they, he's got the ability to do it. It's just whether he can get enough chances. But but yeah, I was I was very impressed with him on Saturday. But it was um, Tom Tomo walked the man of the match on the online vote, but. You could have picked anyone for second choice. Everyone was that good.
0: Yeah, you're dead right what you're saying. I, I think it was a superb performance. It was... I don't... To be honest, I'm going to say it, it was nice getting one over on Jason. I, I know we shouldn't really... I perhaps need to be a little bit careful about what I say, but there was a lot of things said that I didn't agree with, and I think that mind games were tried and... Yeah. I just thought it was a little bit distasteful, really. And
1: I—I I mean, I was prepared to let like rumours I'd heard go, like things that I'd heard him he'd apparently said since leaving the club. But then when you come into the Echo, like our local paper, before the game and start trying to play mind games, I just lost a lot of respect for him then. So it was nice that it completely backfired, and mostly just did his talking on the pitch and and showed that he's a better manager than him. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, well, it's, well, I mean, I don't want to get into a debate but, about it, but obviously somebody else also said that, and I think this quote is ac- accurate enough sort of thing, if we be we being Chippenham draw Weymouth in the FA Cup, we will batter them. Okay, yeah. that's kind of gone a little bit AWOL. I think that comment was made at Froome, uh, when we beat Froome 4-1 that night. I'm not getting involved with, um, we won the game, we move on, Chippenham have got surely more important things to worry about than mm-hmm. keep commenting on Weymouth, you know, they they look like they certainly have anyway, and they need to put that right.
1: Um, yeah, as well, talking about ex-players, Dean Evans' challenge when he come on, if he'd done that for Weymouth, he'd have been sent off. The amount of yeah, times we've seen I'll... him do that for us and get pick up a in or... Uh, I think he, he did get sent off didn't he for us but yeah yeah a it was times. an awful challenge and the ref just let it go and, well, I think he gave a free kick didn't he but he he, he lucky, did lucky to stay on the pitch in my opinion but we, we knew what to expect from him
0: yeah we did I mean we know what Dean's like we know what his nature of his game is
1: um, I got a lot of time but, for Dean but
0: yeah, like, that was I like, a bad tackle I like Dean. it was yeah yeah it was <laughs> Um, no doubt about it I mean it was an impressive victory against higher league opposition let's remember that Chip and Mar are they are a higher league team but on the day you probably wouldn't have said that there was any dip. well there was a difference between the two sides we were better and that's all there is to it and the result proved that um,
1: um, my daughter fairly enjoyed the game as well I'll we'll just, just put that hot out there chips yeah she burnt her finger on a hot chip so <laughs> that's one complaint there but um, we were watching in the main stand, and she has to go down into the terracing for the second half, which is—that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, that's where you gotta be. <laughs> and uh,
0: it's the quote that she wants to come back, act for it as well. She, she yeah, yeah.
1: It again. She said she wants to come back um next time I'm down with her. So I was hoping for a home draw in the FA Cup, but we didn't—we didn't get our way there. But yeah, she said. um I said what? what did you see at the football then she goes yeah I saw a rainbow and some goals So, which is a fair <laughs> assessment
0: <laughs> yeah it's a rainbow and some goals like that yeah <laughs> two two lovely things <laughs> um, brilliant so obviously obviously we went through we went through to the third qualifying round while I talk about going through to the third qualifying round we should say massive well done to Bridport Richard's hometown, um, for getting through to the third qualifying round with a three-two, I think it was extra time victory over Cadbury Heath yesterday. They play St Albans City away in the next round, so another money spinner for them. I'm sure we'll all agree that's a fantastic achievement for the bees.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, was it seven and oh, was it in the last round? Was it seven and a half? Or was that this yeah, round? Yeah, yeah. Talk, so- you're talking.
0: No, seven. Well, four and a half. Yeah, but obviously three in the first. Yeah, so seven and a half altogether. And if you win this round, it's seven and a half. So,
1: I mean, at at that level, that is valuable, isn't it? Oh, huge. Yeah, and yeah, I'm. I'm really pleased for them. I think it's the furthest they've gone in their history as well. From what I read earlier, so that's an unbelievable achievement. And I mean two more games away from the first round
0: yeah when you look at it like that wow <laughs> yeah I mean it could Incredible.
1: happen they got a tough draw though didn't it? are they St Albans away they're at St Albans yeah you yeah. no, yeah. don't get much tougher than that but I mean it's the magic of the cup isn't it
0: it is I mean Richard you're obviously you, you've got a little bit of a stop spot for Bridport as well it would have almost been nice if we drew them in the next round really wouldn't it
2: well, I mean, that would be the ideal situation, wouldn't it? And I think, obviously, financially, it would be better for Bridport side of it as well, because, I mean, you know, um, they've got to go to St Albans, and although you are know, fairly well supported, you know, it's not the same as if they'd drawn, you know, a club with a either a local club or, a, you know, a bigger club, if you want to call it that. But, um, yeah, so, that, yeah, that would have been nice, but uh, it would have been definitely still... 100 percent behind the terrors but you know but yeah and i said since i've lived here you know i always look for their scores and um as you said with about the money you know i mean the money goes a long way for us you know let alone you know down at reports level as well i mean you know it's certainly hopefully going to help them you know for a bit of the 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 future so so, yeah, but um, as for the draw, I mean, of course, for Tuffy, it? I mean, I, I wouldn't fancy our chances going to St. Albans, to be fair. So, I mean, you know, all the best to them and uh, hopefully they can prove a few people wrong. So. And,
0: and you just led me on lovely to our next point. Obviously, the draw for the third qualifying round was made. And to be quite honest, we couldn't have got much of a worse draw <laughs> uh, in, in uh, terms of travel, in terms of distance. In terms of league position, um, pretty. in terms of everything, it could not have really been much worse and wasn't a very nice, kind thing to do after beating a higher league team, really. <laughs> um, but it is what it is, and we go away to Chelmsford City on the 30th. It does mean that the Royston Town Game, which is a ginormously long journey, will now be on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which a lot of people have sort of failed to realize um but that will be a tuesday night in the winter so um i think i think luckily actually our very own ryan could well be making that one so
1: it's it's, it's not not the end of the world for me it's still a little bit of a distance but i will try and make that one on a tuesday
0: yeah which will be phenomenal um (laughs) a lovely experience for you i bet
1: yeah i can't wait
0: (laughs) yeah um, yeah so we've got chelmsford um the little bits of information we know obviously they're they're currently fifth in the national league south one point off of the top of the table um it's it's a it's a horrible game really ryan isn't it
1: yeah um luckily they have hit a little bit of rotten form they were I think they must have been topped by quite some distance because I don't think they've won in the last five games, something like that. Is, is it that a lot well, of, a lot of okay. draws? Yeah, so they're they're just hanging on at the top there. But yeah, it, it is a tough game. And I guess you you have to beat the best if you want to stay in it. So let's let's give it a go. I mean, our our players are are more than capable of playing against teams at that level. The only the only thing I worry about is how the how the travelling is going to affect them. Having to travel and then play a team that tough, it must be difficult. We, we can only try our best, can't we? And I, I, I would right now take a draw and then I, I'm more oh, confident definitely. we could do something at home on a on a Tuesday night against them. We, we got a pretty kind draw, draw last year, didn't we, at this round when we got Brinscombe in front We, we were a lovely club, weren't they? But it, that was a... That was a very kind draw to get in the third round. So, yeah, maybe, maybe we had this one coming.
0: <laughs> kind of, but could you also maybe argue that we got Kidderminster just before the first round last year? We got yeah. Chelmsford just before. We seem to just get the the wrong team at the wrong time. I don't know, but um, it's 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 going to be it's going to be very interesting because we've had battles with Chelmsford over the years when we were in. Um, the same league
1: yeah
0: that their fans seem to have forgotten and just think that we're some sort of new club looking at their forum <laughs> but um they seem to be very confident um i don't know if i'd be as confident they're obviously very fo- they're strong favorites there's no denying that they as they should be there at home um richard when you saw the draw did you think oh, really
2: <laughs> yeah it was as you mentioned before it was a little bit the feeling i had when we had kidderminster you know i know it's the round later but it's sort of like one of those that it's it's tough but and it's also not that sort of special if you want to call it i don't know if that's the right word Um, glamorous yeah that's the word um but i mean i didn't go to kidderminster last year I, i guess you did josh I, I don't know about you ryan but it's by all accounts we sort of froze on the day a little bit and oh, i mean even though they were obviously better than us you know we did seem to um i don't know bit of a rabbit in headlights is that fair josh i mean yeah know, um hopefully now that sort of could be eradicated and hopefully it, that's not going to be a problem this time and it's just going to be a case of you know giving it our best shot and hopefully you know see what we can do that's all we can say about it i, I
0: suppose and you know as you say i'd take a draw now so <laughs>
1: yeah
0: i do apologize about the silly little moped drivers driving past my window thinking that, <laughs> thinking that they've got some divine right um anyway enough about them idiots um yeah um i think your analysis was fair then, Rich, for the kid the game. It was rabbit in the headlight stuff. Um, however, I do think that we are much better prepared for a test like that this time around. Um, I'm only going on what I've seen so far. You can only go on what you've seen so far. and I think Mark will have them well drilled. They'll be watched, certainly. Um, fortunately, actually, they'll be easily watched because they're at pool on Saturday, arch Chelmsford that will be a game to keep a close eye on, I'd say, for Terrace fans, because, mm. um, obviously, it's at Paul as well, which adds that little bit more interest. Um, very, very interested to see what happens there, actually. Um, well, for once, maybe wouldn't mind Paul knocking their confidence a little bit yeah. <laughs> um, and getting themselves a win at Tatnam, but we will see about that. Um, yeah, it is a horrendous draw, really, let's face it. It's not good. It, it butts, but but, it is what it is. You can't do anything about the draw. I, I, I bet Everton fans last night were not over the moon with getting Chelsea in the next round of the, the League Cup. It's
1: Yeah, definitely it, <laughs>
0: No, but it is, what it, it is what it is. You have to beat, like, like you say, Ryan, you have to beat what's in front of you and or try to get through to the next round. And also, I would go into it with a slightly different angle. We kind of, in a way, have nothing to lose because we've got a bit of money from the cup we're not really expected to beat Chelmsford and tell me if I'm wrong but is it almost like a free hit if it's not a free hit is it close to being a free hit
1: what's this against Chelmsford yeah Um yeah there's, there's the pressure's more on them isn't it than us yeah yeah so uh, I think they've got more to lose from it as they will be big favourites so it's kind of a we can only go out and try and win can't we yeah. It's, yeah it's 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 difficult I mean I've I, I actually think it's the hardest draw we could have got and it's just, just straight in that we got it so yeah we'll
0: agree with that but we'll see how it happens it happens obviously next Saturday this Saturday we host Hereford um, the Phoenix Club or whatever they want to call themselves formerly hereford united come to the bob lucas stadium for the first time in a while um we're expecting obviously a big crowd at the bob lucas from what they're telling us (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's got to be that it is the two best supported clubs in the league i guess statistically really i might be wrong there but
1: slow slow get big crowds now they're back in slow but
0: yeah yeah okay Okay. so two two well supported clubs so you'll be seeing a big attendance obviously they are favourites to win the league title, although they've got off to a little bit of an indifferent start. They seem to have picked up a little bit. Yeah. Um, briefly, obviously, it's going to be tough, but see no reason why the Terrors can't go out there and, and do the business on Saturday, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be a big occasion isn't it? If they bring a big, um, a big, uh, a big following, that's what, that's what makes games like that. I think back; it's going to be on a bit of a smaller scale. But I think back to when Oxford came down and the um, the Bank Holiday, didn't they? And I I thought that just kind of raised the Terry's game. I know we were paying a lot of money for the squad we had, but to be competing with a club the size of Oxford was was incredible, wasn't it? It was great to watch, and it's great to see so many away fans down there. And it it did it did lift the players up another level. So. Hopefully, it can have a similar sort of effect. I imagine they bring a similar. I'm expecting a similar sort of follow into what Yeovil brought for the preseason, round about that three hundred, four hundred mark. So, should should be quite similar to that. And and Weymouth showed that they could hold their own in front of a crowd like that. So, yeah, I'm not expecting like the occasion to get twenty one or anything, but I I think it is going to be a, it, I think it will be one of the good game, good games of the season.
0: Yeah, and hopefully the terrors can can do the business. Like we know they can, Richard. Obviously, it's um you, you hear a lot from the Hereford supporters on social media. There, they big themselves up quite a lot, which a lot of Weymouth fans do as well. To be fair, um, it's it's nice, I guess, to have this game on a Saturday, isn't it? it when it's still not too cold, and then it, you know, and and it's nice to it will be nice to have a big gate down the Bob Lucas again as well, won't it?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, early in the season is the better. I think really because obviously, if they're still um, looking to, you know, go up, the crowd would be there in numbers, and um, our crowd hopefully will respond and we'll have a few as well from, you know, come down at the game and uh, yeah, um, on a Saturday as well. I think this it's all good. Um, I think there's no doubt, Hereford, you know, they are going to get back to you know, at least a couple of leagues higher than they are you know, at least currently, Will it be this season, I don't know. But uh, I think we we really need to sort of perform in these sort of games. I mean, I think, you know, I might be wrong, but, you know, when we Jason was manager, we never really sort of got the result in any of the crunch games, really. And I think that's what sort of cost us getting a playoff place every time. You know, I, I can barely think of a game you know a real big game that we took something from you know really and um it's a really good point you know actually yeah
1: you I know never, i, I never thought definitely that. agree with but,
2: that no uh, i mean in the past you know we even when we were fighting relegation and everything you know you you could it, well, the odd occasion you know we could raise the game and you know pull off a, a result but
0: well be you point, know, we beat Newcastle. It didn't we would be awful yeah yeah
2: know but we just didn't and the real real crunch games we just didn't seem to you know come away with any sort of result and you know and i know it's a bit early in the season to start talking about that crunch games and etc but you know i think it it real it really does sort of build the confidence i think at the club and you know on and off the pitch really and you know and i'll be hoping we can you know perform well on the day so
0: yeah let's go for it let's um show them what we're made of we've done it to other teams so far this season so let's so hope we can uh we can do it for them i've just been offered a jam donut so lovely got a little stuff. bit excited
1: <laughs> salivating
0: I've, uh, oh yeah I've, I've just been sort of do you know when you get waved the jam donut in your face and it <laughs> makes your day one of them it's one of them proper round lovely juicy uh, oh, morrisons you know, so
1: <laughs> other supermarkets are available um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are games we need to be winning if we want to be if we want to be realistic about getting in the playoffs. Like Richard said it's all well and good beating the teams down the bottom of the table, but if you want to get in those top part of the division, you need to beat the teams in and around you. Which um, who was it in the Premier League? You had an awful. It's was Arsenal, wasn't it? You could they could beat everyone except the the other top six teams, and that's that's mm. what cost them, didn't it? The end of the season and we don't want, you've, you've always got your own mini league haven't you going at the top where you're expecting to get results against everyone else but then the top 8 or 9 in this league anyone can take points off each other isn't it so it's important that that we do get these results especially at home I mm. don't really want to be dropping too many points at home yep
0: yeah, you don't and I think obviously it won't be the end of the half season if we lose Terreford on Saturday It has to be stressed um, we've got another game straight after that really on Tuesday night against Basingstoke but
1: yeah, to be honest
0: well I was literally about to say I completely forgot about that one <laughs> it sort of like hides in doesn't it yeah
1: because it is wedged yeah, between the three three big, big games, games yeah.
0: yeah but it's just equally a big game it, you know they're yeah. all they're three pointers to win and it's you know it, it's another big game that comes up on the Tuesday um I really do hope we we carry on this run. I don't see why we can't. Hopefully, the only thing to to stress as well about Saturday is we're missing Calvin Brooks yeah. for one game. Um, so the, the the reshuffle will have to happen at the back. Um, be an opportunity for potentially the likes of uh, Toby Down and Antonio Diaz and the like um, to do their to do their bit as well. So we should see what happens with that one. Um, in other news, before we end our podcast. George Stuart Town have appointed Steve Thompson as their new manager. Um, don't know too much about him, but it seems like a interesting, okay short sort of appointment, I guess.
1: It sounds like a sensible appointment, doesn't it? He's, he's a man with a lot of experience, especially at non-league. He spent a long time at Yeovil as assistant and from what Lucas Matt Lucas was saying in the paper, it sounds like he's he's got a plan for the club, doesn't it, which other managers going in there it felt like they didn't so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they do. I think I'm sure you got a couple of mentions in Ben Smith's book when Smith was at um Yeovil. But I can't remember what the context was doing so I'm gonna have to go back and read reread that and see what exactly he did actually think of thompson but it it looks sensible and be interesting to see how he does because he's got a hell of a job on
0: yeah he's got a huge job on. i think they got dunstable away on saturday that's about perfect
1: first hit, game so really though isn't it there? really
0: really is if they do lose that then wow <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna sack him <laughs> we don't know um yeah and obviously um I think that's um pretty much all of yeah that's pretty much other news i think pretty what am i going on about <laughs> i'm too interested in the jam though, not seeing it then. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> gone
0: off the boil um fantastic um we'll wrap up there obviously like i said we've got hereford fc on saturday at the bob lucas stadium um which will be an occasion, definitely, certainly. Basingstoke at home again on Tuesday night, another home game, which is great, um, on on, on Tuesday night. And on Saturday, the big FA Cup tie away at Chelmsford, eight o'clock leave on Brian's buses for those that make the journey. Um, All that's left to say is things are certainly, seemingly looking on the up for the Terrors, which we're all very pleased about. And Siena and Ryan want to get back to watch the game yeah. Um, which is which is brilliant brilliant news as well another another fan which is great um so yeah we'll we'll see what happens on saturday we'll say thanks to richard again for coming on and hopefully rich you, you can be a regular feature on the podcast now we it's lovely to have you
2: oh no problem at all josh yeah
0: yeah most uh grateful cool. yeah so and uh, and also look out for woods waffle in the match day <laughs> program which is always worth a read for those of you that purchase the um the matchday program, Ryan. Thank you as ever for joining, and I'm sure you'll uh join me in wishing me a good luck with my jam donut.
1: Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> 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 um, it almost yeah. sounded
0: like I meant it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think you did, to be quite honest. No. Um. Yeah, as I said, we also for the UTMs lads are drawing. Mate, and got a couple of very interesting <laughs> nomination. No, what do you call them entries this week? Yeah. Um, so uh, look out for that one. He's very excited about picking his winner. So, but I'll just tell you now it's Mark Goldsby. <laughs> 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 it, it barely usually is. Brian, I think, has occasionally beaten him, but um, it usually is. So, look out for that one as well. Um, <laughs> all that's left to say is thank you for listening. Goodbye.